Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. At Leia Healthcare, we always want to give our members more. So now you get unrestricted access to a world of benefits that will help you stay healthy. From convenient video calls with a GP to get prescriptions online, to easy access to experts when you finally want to do something about your ropey knee or dodgy back. And if you do need to see someone urgently, our clinics are available for minor injuries, all without you needing to put your hand in your pocket. Let's stay on top of your health, in every way. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Insurance provided by Ellipse Insurance Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare. Leia Healthcare Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare and Leia Life is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Unrestricted benefits are available until the end of December. Fair usage policy applies. Yes, we're back. Keep the ball on the ground. Uh, we're William Hill and Black Rooster. Um, some celebrity gossip this week for you boys. Aye. Postlands now birds of celebrity. Is she? Yeah. Sonia from EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> Sonia! <laughs> Go on, tell us about through Dean Gaffney, wasn't it? Through Dean Gaffney, obviously, with I'm a celebrity stuff, Sai, Dean Gaffney done that, and I thought he was great on it. Uh, so, me and Sonia met through that, and uh, we're taking things further, and um, obviously, now Michelle McManus has been put to the back burner. Uh, so, it won't be working, Sai. But me and Sonia are really looking good, Sai. Enjoying the celebrity lifestyle? I love it, that's what I'm all about, Sai. But what I must say is about my weekend, say si, something came through the door and it's going to change Glasgow forever. Wow. My provisional. Yeah! So it's came through, but I've, um, I've passed my theory twice, say. Si, yeah. And it's ran out twice oh, because geez. the amount of time. So this time, say, si, I need to take it serious. I've already now on the market looking for a wee smart car. Sorry, oh, just yes. two seats for me and wee Willie. So it'll be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get the baby seat in the baby seat in the front seat, so it'll be beautiful. Uh, Kev, how's your weekend, mate? Good? Aye, it was actually. The wife had cancelled away for the weekend, so I was home alone, so just two... Oh, two, oh, two, oh <laughs> two lines of golf and uh, two... Is that two, what you call it, golf? Aye, uh, and I was working... Uh, hey, a the big club it. I had the big, big dog it. <laughs> big dog is it. The big driver it. Here, Slane, I forgot to ask you about your provisional. On a serious note, right, how many times did you sit in the booth taking that photo for the provisional? Oh, that's horrible. But what I didn't know is, I was sitting, no, this isn't trying to be funny here, I was sitting in the booth, right, it's got booth for a while. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was sitting in there for ages, I was like, where are the pictures? But the pictures, you need to go outside to get them. So I was waiting for the pictures to come Couldn't outside it? for ages and they were outside, so no good in my face, Scott Booth, a, a, a man I certainly don't believe. As a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big question is, did you wear makeup? A makeup once I always did. Uh, I remember I done makeup for all the live shows as well. I must date when you've got uh, a bumpy, uh, a bumpy, <laughs> set of, um, a bumpy face. You must adapt. Weekend side. Oh, maybe you got an absolute dude. I'm surprised oh, at that side. Oh. Surprised at that. I could have been. I actually could have been fifteen nilly. Bad. They were decent to be fair, Ray, for you a did say that. Boy Regan Henry that left set like he was tremendous middle of pitch. I was surprised at it because I, I did fancy Rafe to, to, to um, sneak it. Oh, thanks very much. No, no, not at all, Sai. <laughs> but with you, he's been so hard to, hard to, not to crack. to score against in, to four, but I think when you, sometimes when Wang is in, it can sort of be the, the free fall of your team, Sai. We need you in. We need you in. We need to slain in. There's a lot of teams. We're crying out for a winger, mate. Oh, I've actually seen, to be fair, I've actually been missing uh, the buzz of playing. I've I, I seen a few boys playing, certainly on the weekend, how they are still playing football size beyond me. So <laughs> I'll maybe get the boots back on, who knows? Well, yeah, absolutely not. Nah, no chance. Right, Kev, we need to come to you first, mate, because your old team are stinking. Uh, angry mob outside Tyne Castle, how bad are things for Hearts at the moment? I, I think they're really bad. Like, I know it's only the start of the season, and what are we, five, six games in or something? Uh-huh. But 
it's just not looking like it's going to get any better because I don't think Motherwell were, Motherwell were decent but they're not that decent that Hearts should be getting beat at home from Motherwell it should be but to be fair Craig Levine should he go Kev let's just get to the nitty gritty I don't ever like to see any managers lose their jobs but ultimately I like to say that word quite a lot like, <laughs> um, you keep saying it you I, I think there needs to be a change there needs, to, there needs to be a change somewhere within the club to make the club move forward because they've been doing the shit. They've got relegated and Budges come in racing. They've built this new stand. The club on the outside looks brilliant, but on the inside, it's an absolute shambles. For Craig Levine to come out and say that they're six points off fourth, wow. that, that, that's, that's bad enough in itself, but when you dissect that comment, is fourth acceptable for Hearts Football Club? Is that where he's aiming for? Mm. Fourth. Because if I was playing my hearts, I certainly wouldn't be thinking fourth. What, yeah, because I third? Don't, I'm thinking third, mm-hmm. second. Why not? Because, let's be honest about it, we've watched Celtic dominate football for the last 98 years, treble, trebles, whatever you want to call it, and then Rangers are clawing their way back. But after that last old firm, uh, performance, Rangers aren't in any great shakes. Why can, why can our teams no challenge Rangers for second? Um, so for me, that comment is basically something that is a bit of a, a smokescreen. The fact that I, I spoke to a, a former manager, I'll not tell you which one it was. Gary Lott. Um But he, he can address it up quite, like, quite simply that <laughs> when, when Levine became a director, he employed Robbie Nielsen, who he basically could control. Then he employs Carter, who he can control. Then he thinks, right, okay, they two have made a far, so I'll step in and save the save the club and make things better. He stepped in and it's not happened. So it just seems to me that he's got a lot of control from top right to bottom and he comes across with some of the comments of Saturday that he is actually untouchable. Mm. Um, so I, I think Hearts fans have got the right to protest because they want to see their club do well on Saturday. I think they've got a good squad. I think some of their ageing players aren't quite cutting it just now. Um, I think defensively... I mean, defensively. I think big Christopher Bayer's not been performing as well as what he would like to no. be performing. I think the he dips that gum shield and vodka before every game, isn't he? <laughs> Absolutely laced, man. Um, but, uh, and the young boy Halkett, who they've signed in from Livingston, who's had a great season last year, he's still nailing the game. So, so for me, and obviously an injury to Stevie Naismith is a bad, bad blow. But who gives a guy a 34 years old a four-year deal? That's ridiculous. Mm. With injury Charlie history. Great player. That's not right. And I think also as well, when you're struggling as a first-team manager, sometimes you need a strong number two, just to give maybe... Is McPhee a strong number two? I don't two? think Mc, Mc, Rega- is McPhee. See, listen, see, regardless of McPhee, regardless if he's brown, I'm going to cut your hair. I'm sick of looking at that. I am absolutely sick of looking. You look like a tramp at the side of the pit. And let me just say, I, I'm actually going to stick up for Craig Levine. I think he's, you like him, I, I think he's a great man I, and I'm petrified of him. But what I would say is, he has to go, Sai. So Craig Levine must go. He must leave the door. Um, I was in LA the last time they went on a, a good run. It was the start of last season. They've no done anything Were since. people talking about it in LA? It was like, uh, Craig Levine was a big talking point earlier. Um, he's got to go. Uh, Craig Levine must leave Hearts. Um, his time's up. So his time's certainly up. They need fresh faces. As Kev said, we don't like seeing jobs. Uh, people leave their jobs. You've got to go. That's the life. Um, but that's it. So I said that. There's only one man for the job. And, and I've heard you saying Gary Locke wrong. Barry Locke. Barry Lott or Gary Lick, whatever you want to call him, do not bring that man in. Um, there's only one man for the job and I believe he's going to get it. Feed the frail. Stevie Frail. <laughs> <laughs> feed the frail. <laughs> and I tell you why. So I, I don't what, what, feed him? No, but Bro, me, don't, ribs. So, so I don't just think I've said feed the frail there because it goes. I'm saying it for the fact certainly feed him because I remember at Celtic he was a great coach Stevie Frail and he was up in lunch every day before anybody <laughs> with a massive bucking big massive plate sir. a massive big plate and Lenny said to him Stevie one day you must stop that you wait for the players to eat and the next day Stevie Frail come up with a salad and do you know what Si see since that day I looked at Stevie Frail and he Stevie, Stevie Frail Stevie Frail and he deteriorated in front of my eyes Si <laughs> you must feed him so when you go to Hearts Feed the man, feed the man, <laughs> give him full fat, and no doubt Give him full fat. Full fat at Iron Brew, give him whatever he wants, he'll become the man he set, and not only I believe he's going to get the job, he believes he's going to yeah, get the job, yeah. because I tell you why, he set myself a Stevie Frail the other day, he was in his heart's track already, with a full fat can Iron Brew, <laughs> and do you know what, knew what he's singing, the Holy Frail. <laughs> Stephen Naismith is the ringer of Goldust for WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Naismith, 
<laughs> a little ghost. <laughs> right, listen. Uh, face by an angry mob, hearts. Uh, you ever been faced by an angry mob in your life, Kevin, your career? Aye, a few times. Whereabouts? Uh, in Sunderland. Uh, maybe no fans. Uh, <laughs> When, I, when we stayed in the youth team hostel, uh, I've, I've said this before. At the weekends, we would be left, uh, we would be left on our own. Me and the five Republic Ireland boys, because all the English boys would go home. So one night they came in looking for a fight, and the Irish boys Shane went, "Coyler, we'll do them." And I was like, "All right, okay, I'm up for that." So we chased after them, right? Five of us, about twenty of them. So as, after, as they stopped to confront us after us chasing them. I turned round for backup. My mates had disappeared. No, I was left, so I was confronted by an angry mob. Obviously, I dealt with it. Ra absolutely shit myself and ran like fuck as fast as I've ever done. But uh, no, and Sunderland being relegated a few times, confronted with very what fans after uh, the game outside the stadium, uh, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, I remember a guy saying to me, "Right, big Kev, all the best for next season." And put his hand out to me. And he went, "Why the fuck would I shake your hand? You're all fucking shit." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, okay, mate, sorry." And you just it's. <laughs> It's just, it is what it is. And then obviously my time at Covent, it wasn't the most pleasant. And I was confronted by an angry mob based at every home game. Yeah, uh, right. Aye, because I, I, I said a few things about the fans, and rightly so, and I stick by that comment. But um, uh, <laughs> I got I got confronted by them on many occasions. Um, but no, it can be nice for Craig Levine, but ultimately... He needs to stop being a jailer with a shit. He needs to... Uh, <laughs> uh, he needs to... Um, the players need to step up first and foremost... But if they're not getting anything back from the management... But they've got good players, haven't they? Ah, they've got, they've got yeah. a decent squad. Like, yeah. They're as good a squad as any, but they're just no performing on the park and obviously going away from the park. Things only happen in the training ground that's reflecting a difference on the park. So they, just, they need to change a full circle. And Because um, Hearts are a huge club. Great club. in the cup final last year. Um, but it just looks like they were there to participate. No good. <laughs> no, like us who are here to take over. Aye, Slaney, exactly. Andrew Mob, ever faced one? Angry mobs, I've ever faced one. Um, birds? Birds, certainly when I came back um, for Amsterdam. Really? Oh, there, there was a pack of people waiting on me, fuming at me. Uh, and I walked by them, so is exactly. But the angry mob, they're right to be angry at heart, si, um But certainly, I've not really, as you know, say si, I don't really face angry mobs because, as I've always said, say si, when, I'm, when I, I'll speak behind people's backs every single day of the week, but when I see them face to face, say I'll suck up to them and say they're brilliant. I say, we I live my life and I'll continue to live it like that. I don't know if it counts as an angry mob, but Adam Virgo used to get very angry when there was no chips at lunch. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I played with Adam Bugger. I can fill you under. See, you training that. I wonder, what, wonder what's for lunch today. Ads, I'll just play football, he's, man. He's, he's up there with the boldest guy I've ever met. Ah, he's alright. Uh, Decanio <laughs> as well, mate. We played uh, Oxford. Uh, Swindon Oxford, it was me. I don't think it's a big derby, and then it was like absolute angry mobs outside waiting for you coming uh-huh. in. So the Polish came in after the game, they beat us, and there was a big mob meeting for us outside, and the Polish have gave us a big chat saying, like, you need to be calm, like. Just walk by them, get on the bus, and uh, and, and up, you, up the road you just go. So the canyon is telling us to be very, very, very calm. Mate, he goes out first, right? We come out about five minutes later, mate, and he's fucking giving them the V sound and that on the bus. Getting them to do his up, mate. Absolute madman. Uh, right, hearts as well for me, Kev. Watch the highlights. Now, Craig Levine is a good manager. Why is he playing Glenn Whelan in a two in midfield? Glenn Whelan is slower than Adam Virgo's metabolism. He needs to play in a three man. Why is he playing Glenn Whelan in a two in midfield at 35 year old? I watched the highlights and Motherwell just totally overran the middle of the park. That's the thing with Glenn Whelan, he's a baller. You give him the ball, he keeps it, he uh, dictates play. He, put he two dogs in front of him. Aye, him let, let, him, let him dictate what the two in front of him do rather than him doing all the running. I just don't understand what. Um, like when they when they got Glenn Whelan, although he's thirty five, I'm thinking what a great signing that is. It's not just his experience that he brings to the club for the young players and everything. He was a Premiership footballer his whole life, mm-hmm. an international. Is, is he not just done like hundred caps with Ireland or something? Um, so to, to be playing him in that position, it's just not going to work. But is that Craig Levine accommodating other people in the team when really should just say, look, it's not happening. You do it. I'm bringing in somebody else. I see they sent the young boy, uh, Harry Cochran, out in loan uh, as well. Film, uh, so, uh, I don't know. It's just, a, it's a strain. I think when you're under pressure, you'll try everything. And what he's trying isn't working regardless of... I actually really, honestly, I, ge- I genuinely mean it. I really do love Craig Levine. I, I really do. See, so boys that play for him, right? We are boys that I know that have played him. They love him, eh? I know, and uh, I, I've, that's why I'm saying. Like, I've, heard, I've actually heard boys saying that he's, like, he's actually... Na- there's no bullshit with him, mm. uh, and, I, and I think we all appreciate that, but 
think it's just his time's up. So I, I certainly know what I'm going to think. As you said, reeling in the middle, he's now um, clutching at straws. How much are uh, managers' media comments picked up by the players? You ever had a manager say something in the media and then the players are all jump on it? Aye. I've no, I've no, I've no um, been. I've no actually seen. I've no myself side, but certainly I know players are fuming. I've been walked in the Monday morning, and the papers lying there, and the boys say, "I'm going to go and pull the manager." So it does happen. But what you said, then, but, so I think you are more. You've been full time a lot longer than me, um, so it'd be good to hear what your side of things are. Yeah, the best one was right. Remember, uh, you know, West the Rangers goalie. Wes Fodderman ah, so we played Preston and Decanio took him off after like 12 minutes or something or 15 minutes and Wes got a train up the road so again after the game he's shouting I fuck it I'll kill him I'll kill Wes he's done if I see him because Wes came off and shouted at him and he took him off so Decanio told him to get the train him or he, or he was going to kill him so after the game he's like we keep this in house lads again N- nothing gets out I'll speak to Wes on Monday so we get on the bus mate and he's taking ages doing an interview obviously everyone's want to ask about what he's done with Wes so we're sitting on the bus, mate, and his interview comes up breaking. And we're watching it, and he, he's caring, wise, mate. After oh, telling us he's going to keep it on, he's like, We are not talking about Peter Cech or Valdez. We are talking about <laughs> League One, Wiz. League One. He plays in League One. Mate, so oh, see, see, after that, mate, we were in stitches, so for about a month, man, every time Wes came in the morning, we were like, League One, Wes, what's happening, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tremendous. Kev, what about you? Oh, no, I just think when, when, when managers sometimes say things to butter things up and maybe to try and protect our players, I think that's maybe what Craig Levine's trying to do. But realistically, sometimes you just need to tell it how it is. Kev, I wanted to ask you last week, see, regarding the one with uh, Roy Keane, see Mick McCarthy? You played under him, didn't Aye. you? What would that see him in <coughs> him in Roy Keane with Ireland? Did Mick McCarthy have that in him? He stand up to Roy Keane. Oh, now, I don't know what I'm trying to. I'm just to, for you to paint this picture a wee bit for me. The type of guy Mick McCarthy was. <laughs> no, Mick. Mick uh, <laughs> what a question! Oh, leave the questions to me, young man. All right. Uh, <laughs> what is that? What the fuck was that? <laughs> The thing with the thing with Mick Wait, McCarthy. Wait, do you understand the question? Yet? I don't. Aye, I don't what's get Mick it. Like? Aye, I think we're just basically. I think we're. <laughs> I don't, I don't, what are we? What are we we're just getting a deep deep about McCarthy. What I was was, I was watching. I was like, who was to blame? Was it Aye, no. Would Mick McCarthy ever end up for him to be blamed? So, <laughs> aye, so no. So what you're trying to say is from last week. Roy Keane basically criticised everything about things aye. that he could do. Uh-huh. So what happened from my uh, knowledge of it is that. When Mick was the captain of Ireland back in the day, Roy was just a young player. Ah, so Roy turned up on the bus late, allegedly. Allegedly. So Mick said to him, How you? Get your fucking finger out or something. So then, 15, 20 years down the line, when they're away to Saipan, was it Saipan, whatever it was, the training facilities were poor, allegedly. Yeah. So Roy's come on and he's basically had a hump with Mick ever since that. But when he would say what he'd say, Mick would just be Mick. Mick wouldn't publicise what he said to Roy, yeah. but Mick definitely would not have sat down and not have said something. Took it, huh? Because Mick, Mick, like, Mick would say, like, like what, I remember when, years ago when I got into a bit of trouble, I had to go back to Sunderland on the Monday morning and say to Gaffer, look Gaffer, something happened <laughs> at the weekend, a guy was winding me up and I, and I, and I, and I, and I, I, like and I banjoed him and he was like, fucking hell, Kyla. <laughs> what am I going to do with you? And uh, I was like, he says, see the other week when we're out for a team night out, he says, we're in that restaurant in Yarm. And I was like, aye. He says, well, a guy tapped me in the shoulder and says, oh, Mick Roy's on the phone. He says, what do you think I wanted to do to him? Oh, and I thought, wow. all right. He says, I bit my lip and I walked away. He says, that's what you need to learn to do, son. And that was it. Mm-hmm. So, just experience. Did, uh, just experience. Did Mick McCarthy ever slot using the press, Kev? Did you no, ever? Never, never, never. Never. He was that type of guy that... He would come in after the game and he would stand there and absolutely roar at the shit you to the point that you were like trembling, you were nervous, you're thinking, no, please don't speak to you. know when you mm. when they go around each player and think, yeah. oh don't come to me. And he said, You know what the fucking worst thing about it is? And Peter Reed was the same, by the way. They would kind of say, You know what the, you know what the worst thing is? I've got to go here now and defend you. He says, and I will defend you because I believe in you. Yeah. And he'd go and he'd say he would butter up, he would take all the shit. So maybe Craig Levine, there's a bit of that that's, that's happening there with Craig Levine. He's maybe so like I said at the beginning, I don't like to see anybody sacked. I just think hearts need a change of something. Is it maybe bringing another coach? Is it maybe bringing somebody yeah. that might help? But mm. We were saying that a bit last, year, uh, last week about Gerard. We talked about the players. Um, I seen Man City and Guardiola. He said about Stones. Did you see what I mean? Yeah, he never, never blamed him, did he? Community <laughs> Press, he said, they've won me leagues. 
that's the difference what I said about Gerard. Mm-hmm. So people coming at me saying, I was wrong, don't be so stupid. Guardiola's on your level, isn't he? The level of that. And I must say again with Stephen Gerrard, he clearly listened to the podcast last week because he played with Morelos and two wingers and, and he won the, the game. So Gerard, thank, just thank me. Email, Has he message. thanked you? Anything no, there? disrespectful. So <laughs> I'll constantly um, be on him. Uh, <laughs> but see if, uh, see if a manager came out and slaughtered you in the press, would you go and see him or would you absolutely crumble? I would uh, phone every single member of the team. I would phone the assistant and slaughter him, and then I would go into the manager's office and say, "You were totally right to say that." About you. <laughs> 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 no, but say certainly. I think um, for a manager to come out in the press uh, and say that it's humiliation. It's humiliation. I think I don't bother eh? The canon used to do it to me all the time. I don't care. Oh, did you know? No, I, don't I know. think it's players. I, I think like it's to know what the manager's like. Do you think out in the press would that not bother you? That wouldn't bother us. No, the players. I wouldn't mind if I would. If you said to me my big number nine was shite on Saturday, but I'll get. Like, that's fine, at least you know. He's not trying to hide it. In your, you, sometimes players go away thinking, well, the gaffer said this, isn't it, Peter? So I did all right. Mm. Like, you get a false, yeah, you get a false impression of what's really going on because yeah. players sometimes don't want to believe they're not performing. But anyway. Uh-huh. Right, Gary Lock, Lock, uh, Barry Locke seems to be the fan's choice for the job going on social media. I think uh, John Robertson will get it. Ben Burness. They've, they've been doing really well in Venice. Um, you're backing your John Robbie, shite the bus. Is that? Shite the bus. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's the man for the job, but Gary Locke was lovely to meet when I met Gary Locke. Do I believe he's big enough for hearts? No, I don't think so. Um, I believe he was inferior to me. He looked intimidated by me, and he looked. Uh, he was very. Every time he looked at me, he went to shake my hand. He was. He's Fingers were shaking. Uh, so Gary Locke is not. No, I like Gary Locke. I love him. You being a Hearts legend, who you want to see? Is a, who would you like to see? I, I, would, I would like to. See, I, I would like. There is obviously a lot of candidates, but see somebody like Gary Locke. And the only reason I say Gary, it's not because he's a friend or anything. I just think that Gary Locke knows what it means to play for Hearts. He's a Hearts supporter. I know, but so does Craig Levine. I know, not but is he? Um, and I just think that. Lockie was a right good coach, by the way. Was he, see, uh, see when he was with, under Jim and Billy at Kilmarnock, he obviously was still a player, but he took a lot of the training. His training facilities were brilliant. His training ideas were brilliant, even right at Hearts. And he helped. The boys used to look forward to Lockie's training session because he wasn't to say he was different to anybody else. He just made the sessions fun and enjoyable. Um, Who could be in? I oh, could be a wee job oh, for the Kyla. Wow, Striker coach. Unbelievable. Oh, that would be uh, that would be too big for me, but I would if Hearts came calling, I would certainly run there. Would you wow. oh you would leave open go? Oh no, wow. not a chance. <laughs> the Stranrash Magic House returns to Edinburgh. <laughs> 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 no, I just think there's 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 a lot of candidates and John Robertson's doing really well. And they play good but sometimes What is it Hearts fans want? Do they want a manager that's going to come in and change the way they play or do they just want to win games? I think they want to see a better style of play on the Jinx, all right. I Aye. think so because um, But see with, see with Tyne Castle I, I don't think the suit playing nice football So tight isn't it? I think, uh, so tight. tight. <laughs> but, uh, but you say so tight. See, when you actually play there, it's, it's a big part. It's, uh, it just seems tight. It's just because, tighter, because it stands. But again, it's one of those things like you, it boils down to sometimes the pitch and the fans and everything that comes with the club, sometimes it's too much for a player. Yeah. Uh, no, you're but right. Let's not beat about the bush. How are you I know, to but these, some of these players are coming from League One, three, four thousand fans a week, yeah. League Two, whatever. They're coming, up from, they're coming up from England. And all of a sudden they're, they're in front of 20,000, 25,000 passionate fans who really care about their side. Raj bastards, uh-huh. right. I think. Uh, so. What was I going to say though? Catherine will try to come in and play football. It just, I always think of Hearts as being high tempo. Hearts have always had a big number nine. Uh-huh. A big number nine who dictated the games and they played to their strengths, whereas they've got the big boy Uchi up here. I like him. He, he wants to be more a dribbler oh, than a number nine. Oh, he dribble, man. My, 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 my two-year-old dribble's better for him. Oh, oh, wow. I'd love to see a wrestling match with you two. Who, me yeah, and Benny Pucci? Oh, I would, wow. uh, I'd throw the first punch, right, and see if he didn't fringe, I'd run away. Aye. Aye he would have you, wouldn't he? He would, aye. Right, we're going to the next Edinburgh club, uh, Hibs. Another loss to Kelly, 2 nothing. See Stephen O'Donnell's assist by him. He's never got that. He's lost. And, and the boys said it was a, a, the manager, John Hickenbottom's came out and said it was a, a long punt. Pun, that's pass. a great pass. All right, listen, John Hickenbottom. I don't know why you don't just pack your suitcase and then go, son. You've been uh, you, mouses don't win football matches. You certainly ain't going to keep your job. You and Levine are out. There you go, son. <laughs> Have you seen? By the way, he's definitely been on the sunbeds, eh? What is twelve minutes? He's looking very brown. Do you know what it's strange though? See, last year, he actually did do really well when he came in, didn't he? Mm. He, he actually sort right, of got them uh, going, but what it seems to be it's as if the, It's as if the summer break has, has kind of killed him. Yeah. It's as if the, the, lost, the, the mountains died, and then again, I'll go back to the, the, the arena that Hibs and Hearts bring to a football match. 
this is probably the first time that that group of players under Heckenbottom are actually getting a wee bit of stick. Are they dealing with it well? I don't think they are. Mm. So when that happens, we talked about it last week and, and in our group message about players hiding, no wanting the ball, is that's what happened at Hibs? Because these managers don't become bad managers overnight, but players certainly can become a wee got, bit more anxious overnight. I don't think the players like him. Eh? No, I don't no. like him. I don't think that... I think as a, as a successful manager, you must have a, a fear factor in the right way. I, I was thinking this the other day about... I don't, I don't know if it's the right word, Sam. Right. Fear. Because... But I don't know another word for it. I really don't. I was thinking the other day, every manager I felt... Respect? That, no, but every manager I felt that I thought was brilliant good, or, or good. I always remember it when the manager wasn't out in training yet and the standard was good, it was fine, but when he came out, everybody just changed. There was a lift in the place where he walks into a room and I think every top manager and successful manager has that side to him. And do you think Paul Higginbottom's got that? No, I don't think so. As I yeah. said, I believe he's a mouse. Um, <laughs> I don't believe he's. A, I don't believe he's a man for a job. As I said, mice, mice don't win matches. Uh, I, I think <laughs> mice don't win matches. I, listen, I don't know the man. I, I don't know the man. I don't think he's well, got the presence. Can I, can I say something to him? And I, I've got pals that play for Hibs, but they didn't like Lenny. They didn't like Hickenbottom. I mean, who? Oh who? What manager gosh. does this? Well, who do they want? Can he win it? You know what I mean? Like, you can't keep hiding behind managers. There's got to be that, a time. I think uh, that's then obviously clear. But that's what annoys me about football. Oh. It's always managers that get the blame. You never see the players getting. It's, uh, it's the, the whole Lennon thing. We shouting at a player, and the player reporting them, and blah blah blah. Yeah, that Big yeah. And then, and obviously, it looks like this is going to be happening again. So. Sometimes it's a, it's good for a, 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 a platform like ours to highlight that because then the real fans get to understand what's really going on because, like say, Hecky's taking stick, Levine's taking stick. They don't know what's actually really going on, but if players don't like the manager, they're not going to be trying, are they? No, I don't know. Well, I don't know. 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 I don't Biggest fan of the Motherwell manager, but they have seemed started really well. Mate, you, you a fan of any manager? <laughs> <laughs> what manager do you I'm only, I'm only uh, fans of top managers, say, or, or managers I believe that I'll suck up to that they can get me in the club uh, and, and meet the players. And that. I don't, I mean, I don't really like Do you know that. what you've been very quiet on? We've not heard you speak about it for a while. Boca. How well, are things over there? I don't know if I can admit this. Uh, is it, I, is I sent an email out. I tried to leave him go and go out to Boca again. <laughs> <laughs> and they rejected me. Uh, they, Why? They rejected me. The parents, it came down to the parents, they didn't want me back. No, I don't know why, so I, I sent the email there and he says, we've done a, a wee poll, a wee green poll, and we've done that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, certainly they've not came back. So, Boca's so is the love affair with Boca over? I, I, I believe it, the shirts? I, I believe it could come back. I don't know, Shy. I need to speak to him and speak to the parents. I don't know what's all been said. I believe there's people spreading rumours. Is Johnny Sunderland travelling out to Boca? He put my Bad name mouth, in yeah. uh, Put my name in mud. <laughs> I believe he's got that in him. So we'll take it for there. But certainly, my love affair will never drop for that club, side. Somebody says it was too many similarities with wee Tevis. Right. Right. Kev, Kelly beat. Hibs, another one of your old teams. Uh, is Alessio turning around? Your man Alessio. Oh, I, I think I apologise to him because we're we do a bit slaughtered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have slaughtered everyone, haven't we? I think there's a trend here. We slaughter teams and start performing. So see in a few weeks' time, Hibs and Hearts will be fucking yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, see before we go in, see the first podcast we've done. We absolutely slaughtered the boy Tammy Abraham and the boy Mason Mount. <laughs> He has, he's done well and um, please for Kamarnock because I think even the Kamarnock fans are a wee bit worried at the beginning of the season as to how things were going to turn out but he's um, he's turned it around well and I've not really watched much of their games in depth so I don't know what type of football they're playing but they're getting results and result, it's a results based business and um, the fans will be happy because when Steve Clark left the, the saving grace as they say If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. He's went from one extreme to absolute other. Um, but no, Kamarnik, Kamarnik's doing well. And to go to, to, to beat teams like Hibs, like, a year or a two, couple of years ago, you would think, that's a straightforward Hibs. And, but it, it's just not like that. Did the league's think, changing. Well, you think um, Hearts and Hibs will have new managers before the team? That's, that's what, what I'm going to say. See this, Eddie Medardi, this is the first time I want both of them to lose. Aye. I want both. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if I think if Levine gets beat, he'll go. Who goes? Who goes? Hibs manager if he goes. Is it the Stevie Frill? Is it the return of the Mixu? I'll tell you a story about Mixu Patalina, right? But Big Foot Stephen Fletcher. See when Big Fletcher oh, wanted to do it. I've told you that. See when Magic. Big Fletcher wanted to do it. Hibs. Like Fletcher can be a horrible guy, man. And like. He, See in Scotland too, and if you like cross the ball over his head during games, mate, he would just catch it and boot it, boot it away. <laughs> right, but anyway, so Fletcher's wanting to get out of Hibs, and we came in after the game. I think him and Mixu got on that well, and uh, Andy McNeil was the goalie, and Mixu started screaming at Andy McNeil, "You fucking, you short forward or something like that." And Big Fletch, you know, man, it's not his fault. It's his fault pointing to somebody else, and Big Mixu goes to Fletch, "Shut up, Stephen. I'm I'm on the side. I watched the game." And Big Fletch. <laughs> Fletch turns to him and goes, Aye, you watch the fucking game like that and put his, put his hands over his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, for that story alone, there's no way no, Mixie can get back in. I see Big Stevie Fletcher scored at the weekend. Why has he not been called up in Scotland? Oh, baffles me. Like I've that? told you, we were speaking the other day. For me, Fletch would be in the Scotland squad now. Especially as a lone striker, mate. He's best at Scotland. Uh, uh, it's the way we play. Like, if, there's, if there's anybody who's going to hold a ball, it'll be him. And if we do get a decent cross into the box at some point during the game, yeah. he's, oh, he'll, he, attack he, he'll attack it. Whereas uh-huh. I don't think the other two. You see, the angle that with boys like McBurney that they can uh, learn off of Fletcher. Fletcher. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. Right, okay. Uh, so, Alessio, will they finish top six, Kelly? I think they'll finish top six. Yeah. Right. See, the thing as well, outside the managers, Kelly have got good players, eh? They've got see, good power players. in the middle of the pitch. And Dicker. Gary Dicker, <laughs> good players there to me. Gary Dicker's like a he's like a man possessing that midfield. He gets a boot. He, um, and who would he call the Irish boy that's beside him? Uh, Alan Power, him? very Alan good. Alan Power, mate. aye. Hips and arms, I would take it too. They know their role in the game, and they don't try and complicate things. They just they stick to what they know, and it works. And um, no, they've got a good squad. We, I think we probably forecasted that they would finish bottom six after their bad start. But to be fair, the way Hips. Hibs and Hearts are no performing. Aberdeen are no performing to their capabilities. Yeah. So, can Kilmarnock finish top six again? Absolutely. How could you not finish top six in that league? <laughs> My goodness. Aye. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> is, uh, is Dale McInnes under pressure? He's struggling. No, I don't think he's under pressure, but... I, I Aberdeen don't... fans are very critical on me. See, Twitter and stuff like that have very... They have the really... I'm, I'm surprised they, they're, they're struggling, Aberdeen. Mm. Uh, I, again, I, I did see it last year that I think Derek McInnes has got to go for his NCL. He's been there too long. There's nothing else he can do. Yeah, he's so, been uh, to cup finals. Um, Roger's seen him off um, but he say there's only so much you can do do you know what I mean yeah. so I believe he's got to go for his insight he should go so try we, we want five managers sacked but I think I believe that <laughs> listen again I keep saying it we say uh, feed the frail well why not eat the egg and bring it back to Aberdeen <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> Selena, I'm going to start with you this one as well. Rangers against Livingston on on um, Saturday. You think that Willie Collins it to get your mate? Well, uh, let me just say this. Um, let me just say, and people might be disappointed. That the full the full thing with Willie Colm, uh, Willie Collum has been a, a big charade. It's been a big joke, and a laugh, entertainment, nothing serious. New Willie Collum's crossed the line. Um, you've you've crossed the line, Willie, and I want to meet you now seriously. <laughs> you, uh, my, one of my best mates in the game, probably my best mate, Nicky Devlin. Uh, I mean, Scott Booth said he wasn't good enough for Stenhouse Muir. That sums up Scott Booth. Um, it was embarrassing for him. But anyway, we move on for that. But regarding Nicky Devlin, he scored a great goal at Ibrox uh, and Willie Collum chopped it off. Wow. And Nicky asked him why he was chopped off. And he, Ask him, and he, he mumbled, like, mm, it's Lenny's fault. So, he's new crossed wow. the line. No word of lie. No word of lie, Sai. He's new crossed the line. Chop my off somebody's goal at Ibrooks. Not acceptable. So, Willie Collum, next podcast next week. Get him on. Come on. It's going to be live. Show. There's a plea for you. There's Willie Collum, and we'll sort this out. Man, man, man. Man, man, baby. Man, baby. <laughs> 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 he certainly, Sai, he, he, he has crossed the line. It was a, it was a fantastic goal. But he also gave Livingston a penalty. Gave uh, Livingston a penalty, so it was great, uh, Willie Collin. But regarding that side, we keep going on about uh, Scotland having to get a right back. Nicky Dem was the best right back in the country. Wow. He really is. Uh, he, he's certainly a, a great man. He actually reminds me of Khabib, um, the, the UFC fighter, <laughs> in the football game. Uh, he, I've never seen strength like him. I've never seen ability like a right back. Thought you stopped drinking during the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Nicky Devlin, is that your cut? You want Nicky in the Scotland? And that's not that's not a pal, Zach. Nicky Devlin is, is fantastic. Um, I watched the Rangers game on Saturday. It was it was excellent again. Ryan was he Kent, on? Ryan Kent had to come off because Nicky Devlin was far too good for him. Um, so we, we we talk about that, but I believe Nicky Devlin should be in the Scotland squad. Okay, so. there you go. Right, Kev, uh, Ryan Kent done his hammy. Should he have started? Um, I think he would have started because they, they would have felt he was fit enough to start. Mm. But, You've got to you've got to assess that. Played for a while, eh? for a while eh? And the way he plays, he's fast, he's direct, so he's doing yeah. a lot of running. It's not as if he's just sitting in the midfield doing a, a McTominay side to side right. Yeah. I mean, he got married. He got married. Oh, we are we are clueless, aren't we? Oh, no, we got a clue. Here, so I wanted to actually ask you about that one weekend. Um, obviously, you've been in coaching and all that. See a player that hasn't played at that level when they've signed for Simulik. Would you have played him? No, I wouldn't have played him, no. I'd brought him on for 20-30 minutes, yeah. Aye. And I, I don't think he's played a reserve game, has he? No. I never played a lot for Liverpool pre-season. Uh, no, I wouldn't have played him, I'd have brought no, him on for 20-30 minutes. Yeah, I wouldn't have played him because I think the excitement of playing him and there's a new £7 million. So you get a bit off at the fans, is it? It's at home, it's the, was it the Armed Forces Day and stuff, yeah. so it was a big deal. So the, the exciting bit, I think there would have been more excitement had Rangers been 2-1 up or maybe one, if they 1-0 down then bringing them on mm. there would have been a bigger cheer and maybe he would have but then who knows I just I just think that it's one of these things he could have came on as a sub and he could have got injured after 20 minutes yeah. he just clearly know, wasn't right and, yeah. and, and, it, and it's one of these things but but see I think it, it, sometimes things happen I, I like, I, I've always said I really like the boy um, Barker so Barker's good mate I really like I really in. really like Barker I'm surprised he's not a chance I, mean, I don't know what was the case maybe he wasn't ready yet I don't know I certainly like the boy Barker I think if you play him you play Kent and him uh, I don't know but I think Barker's left as well isn't he yeah. but I think you could play him right um, I, I believe that's a very dangerous free they they, free, uh, they tune Morelos I believe it's a very dangerous free side and again I believe Gerard. I, I mean he's obviously listened to the podcast because that's exactly what he done in Saturday you need to play with wingers didn't you of uh, director of football Mark Allen's left could that be an issue for Rangers in what the was future? Deal with that? I don't know. I'm done not know too much about him. Eh? No, I don't know, man. I've never heard. I googled him, but he's never had a football career, so I, I couldn't get on any information. So no, no, I'm not interested. Not one bit. But what was? <laughs> I mean, see this director of football. How hard is it to go and pick players? To I play can't. Yeah, no. You've got a scout. A scout usually is the guy. He's either he's not your mate. He's somebody you've played with. Somebody who you trust. 
he'll come back with all the information and basically when, if, if, if it's a 100% go you then make the bid so Rangers going to any problem signing players I don't think they will because yeah. the draw is Rangers ultimately will always be that if you don't if you don't want to sign for Rangers for whatever reason then that's fine but the draw the draw signing for somebody like Rangers and playing under the lights of Stephen Gerrard big club big fan base um, you don't need a director of football to, to attract players I don't think would you take the jobs on it it would be great for me to get the jobs I clearly have made a huge difference to the season already but I said last <laughs> week so bring me in uh, see, see Matt Allen did Gerard bring him in no, no. I, was he, no, no he was already there was he was he from Liverpool though originally no Man City, Man City. Man City. Yeah. so no Gerard never brought him in no, I don't, maybe, maybe that's a wee uh, but if it's no his man that must be the easiest job in football see like these, see, like these Celtic and Rangers scouts that can't do how can you know how does that just happen? go look at good players then <laughs> I know what a job it is going about the world uh, and watching players fantastic Sam yeah, but how, how like, obviously I don't know Mark Allen I don't, I don't even know they had a director of football I thought he was how, a speaker player obviously, <laughs> I, obviously I've googled him and I don't uh, there's no like, football history there so how, how does he get that to that I know job? how do you get the job how, how that, is there a course or something where do you start to get to up the ladder to end really. up at Man City to end up at no. Rangers director how, how does that happen I don't know honestly I mean, just get yourself a big umbro jacket innit <laughs> and look like a creep uh, stands outside the pitches on his Stevie no thrills for Celtic on Saturday 1-0 over Hamilton uh, important just to win Kev it was important just to get the three points. I think the big eye was on the, this gate, the first night Europa League, right. um, and the high of beating Rangers a few weeks back. I thought he'd rotate. I thought he'd rotate the team. A wee I, bit I thought he'd have put a few more in, but I think he McGregor played after the Scotland two Scotland games and, um, and Chapman on the bench. The fact they scored so early, you were looking thinking, "Oh, here it's going to be four or five But to be fair, to Hamilton. Um, Brian Reid, uh, no Brian Reid, what do you call Brian him? Rice. Brian Rice said that um, he just said these players he didn't want them not believing in themselves, and they came out and they gave it a goal. But Celtic were obviously in total control. They'd like to have scored more goals, but the most important thing was three points, and that was it. Selena, your two favourite people on fire for his scores, and your man ball and goalie. Baby ball, you're impressed, aren't you? Classy. He actually does a t- another guy that he slaughtered that's went on today, well. Um, but no, I, I watched by the way. Hamilton could have actually ended up sneaking a goal. See, the last 10 minutes, they actually came into the game. The quality wasn't the best, but they certainly came into the game. Um, I think, say, regarding international, when it's the international break, see that just game after, just to get the win. Yeah. Now, I know that's it's a throwaway comment, but I think it is just so important that you've not had the players there for 10 days or whatever. They've, they've been playing two games, travelling. It's so important just to win. And the both uh, both clubs who have most internationals away, Celtic and Rangers, won. So that's the most mm. important thing, sir. Lee uh, Griffiths never even got in, did he? What is the deal? There? The know, only thing happening. I say with that is, see, when you've been out a long time, right? I remember Alan Thompson said this to me. He went, Selenie, he went, you've st-. so I came back from my cruciate ligament and uh, I was flying. I really was flying. The first month, I was like, I was surprised. I was, I was probably better than I'd ever been. Did you think it was a chimp again? I thought it must have been the chimp was actually in my side this time. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. But I said to Alan Thompson, I said, I've never played this good. And he went, Selenie, you're doing well, but there will become a dip soon, very soon. He went because you're just back, your adrenaline's buzzing, you're just back, so you're buzzing to be back. But you have, a, 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 you're not at the same level as the rest of the players. They've been playing for the last year, mm-hmm. and you've not been so you will. So it, it did happen. Say, so I, I came it back lasted fly, for ten years, and it, it lasted. <laughs> 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 That's brilliant, Tevez. Tevez, and then that actually, it's never a lie. I actually get a better buzz when somebody has a wee pop at me. I love it, and because I don't know the word pop site, I love popping my face. The Gablin site, Griffiths, uh, Griffiths. He's probably came back and he was flying through the summer and stuff and he was playing the, Europe, uh, the Champions League qualifier, the Europa League qualifier, scored the free kick home, he was doing really well. He's probably now hit that real low um, and, and Neil Lennon is very clever. He's not going to keep playing him because it makes your confidence worse than people, the media and fans can get on his back. Just take him out. Um, I hope that's the case. I think it will be, um, but maybe, maybe no. Sorry, Kev maybe. is a striker who needs a hair transplant as well. Um, <laughs> what's your take on it? Will, will he be ready? <laughs> I just think that... Uh, Edward Celtic's number one. Yeah, he's brilliant, isn't he? So Lee Griffiths, top four, top five in Lee Griffiths isn't he going to displace um, Edward? But like Stanley goes back to about the being out injured or the being out whatever it is. When when somebody said to me, when you're out injured for say a year, it'll take about a year for you to actually get back to where you think you belong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, surely not. And I, and I look back in the two two main injuries I had in my career. And it probably did take like 18 months or whatever to get back to feel like, oh, actually a football game because you miss so much. Your body changes, your mindset changes. And Lee Griffiths, like you say, he went through the, the, the buzz of being back. 
and now he, he can't displace Edward, so he's probably now getting frustrated. He's maybe trying too hard. Mm. So maybe he just needs to just bide his time. And I'm not saying hope for something bad to happen to Edward, but there will be an opportunity to come along at some point, and he just, he's got to be ready to take it. That year out, was that when you grew up with the, the Bristol Cities? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Celtic and Rangers both play in Europe this week. Uh, Rangers play Feyenoord at Ibrox and Celtic play Rennes away. You think we'll? Uh, you think we can compete with their teams? I think it might be a, a struggle for both. Uh, so teams. I, um, I don't know. I just think it might be. I'm not too sure about either Feyenoord or Rennes, um, but I, I, I think it might be a struggle. Um, I, I could see. I actually could see the results going anyway, but I, I'm not overly confident in both teams get, uh, getting a good result there. Mm, it's tough. Eh? These teams in Europe are good, aren't they? they I mean, we were talking about it last week. They just seem to even. I mean, even I, I always say it. I went when I was in uh, Tenerife and went to watch Tenerife and they were in La Liga two. Um, Did you? Really? <laughs> no, that's never it. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I remember you actually knew I was lying there. Eh? But see, I remember watching it. It was a, it was a, it was a Spanish team. I don't even know if it was, um, if it was a. Uh, but <laughs> oh my god, he's made it awesome. See, technically, sorry, technically, regardless of the division you're in, Jesus Christ, this fuck that, that was terrible, man. Don't, you fuck, you, you caught me. You caught me. I went and watched Right, no, so regardless of the games, I think, say, form teams, uh, even the lower divisions, they're very good technically. Very good technically. We were technically, and we were saying it. He's gone. We were saying it about fitness side as well. Uh, uh, I remember Mission Gladback a couple of years ago at Celtic Park. They they look great. Um, So it'll be very tough, say, it'll be very tough on both teams. Careful, they get good results. No, I think um, Rennes have obviously started the season very well, sitting second. I think the wow. French, French pundit shows your French frillies. No, they've, got, uh, <laughs> they've, got, they've got ten points out of five games, so they're sitting second. So they've started wow. the season and well. Who's that our manager? Kev? Uh, don't know. I've just uh, live scored it well. They're sitting second. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you were talking shit? By the way, I think you could be a Joe What about Fine Where are they sitting? Fine Lord, fuck knows. I would say third. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll be a good, uh, yeah. be a good Dutch union between Rangers and Firenord. Long the Rangers just a good Dutch coin. Just to let everybody listen to know, we actually went for a meeting last week and said we were going to be more serious. <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant, man. Right, we'll leave that. No, hopefully, fire- say, hopefully they can both get good results. We're a Firenord. Firenord are seventh. Seventh, uh, right, so. And they're actually uh, six points after off. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant man. Oh, couldn't write it right. Ian McCall. Did you see this? This is brilliant, man. Okay, did you see it? This is amazing. I love it. I love it. Aye. Do you know what? I know again a couple of guys that play with Ian. They love Ian McCall, man. Supposedly in away games that he goes up and plays poker on the back of the bus with boys and that. Oh, so he does, Jamie Adams, isn't it? Do you like him? Oh, I love him. Character. I think as his stepdad or his love child or something. He's done well for a minute. Every time Jamie is wanting a move. And every time Ian's had a job, Ian's took Jamie everywhere. So Jamie's got absolute maximum respect for him. I think it's because Ian McCall is just one of these duty earth guys that on a Saturday and the training takes everything seriously, but knows how to hear a joke with Treats men, treats men, grown men, like real men. Mm. Um, and I think with that attitude, he get see. We're talking a little bit. Managers get the sack. Why? Why is this guy never got a chance? A job ahead, I know. Like in the, the higher leagues. Yeah, I agree, because man. Because I always think he seems to do well when yeah. he goes like Ail. The last few seasons they've been in that championship, they've started so well and they've hung on and they've, they've missed it in the playoffs. Playoffs they've, last year, didn't they? Yeah, they've they've started a, yeah. they, they start, well, I think they're like 50% of the team's part-time and 50% percent full-time. In the championship, I think it's only Aldo and Arbroath now that are, and Air that are part-time. Aye, so like, for what he's doing with mm. a part-time side, but Robbie Nielsen's coming out with that saying he's getting better coaching, I think that's um, disrespectful to other coaches. Well, um, what makes him so good? Aye, that's what I, I know, mean. he's really brilliant, brilliant. Can't only a worrying thing for me with Ian McCall he's starting to look like Danny Lennon's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen his hair or not? <laughs> well, no, but I agree. I think Ian McCall's, we played him in, in League One. Uh, Ian McCall's the manager. He took him up for League One, obviously he's done great. I, I agree, Kev. I think he... He's done, you got done your right, he's uh, done your right manager in the Premier League, wasn't he? That's I think right. he, um, he deserves another wee crack at the I Premier don't like League. Him. Uh, snide comments between managers and the media, brilliant, isn't it? I think it's good. Uh-huh. Because, like, Bit of personality, man. That's what we want. Character. Like, we, we need that. We talk about that all the time here. Don't go. It's characters. The mm. game needs characters. 
you need to you need to be able to say things. I think more so in Scotland. Like, like, like I think we we're talking about Guardiola the weekend. Did he know say something like congratulations, Liverpool? That's you've won the title. Like, he says, for fuck's sake, we're in September, mm. and it's true. So you kind of have a bit of banter between managers. But Robbie Nielsen's banter was horrific, <laughs> <laughs> right? because you don't, you don't disrespect. Another manager's coaching style is you keep that type of opinion to yourself. I, see, it's, you say, you're spot on, Kev. Like, who is he to say what he's doing is right? That's right. Ian McCall had Lauren Shankland as well, and it was what Ian McCall did. Aye, Lauren Shankland got, got him the move to yeah. Dundee United because when Lauren Shankland left, was it Dunfermline? No, Aberdeen. Aberdeen. He was on loan at Dunfermline, sorry. He left Aberdeen. It was Ian McCall that had to rejuvenate Lauren Shanklin's career. Yeah, so let's no let's no beat about the bush here, Robbie. Some tremendous points for you ah, two young honestly, men. Honestly, he just needs to maybe pipe down a wee bit. Right, Robbie. we're gonna go down to England just quickly for the guy Pookie. Well, Timo Pookie Slaney, did you play with him at Yep, and wait till you see this boys. Wait till you see this picture. I wish this was a live one so I could show everybody. Yesterday I was talking to him and Kenny McLean and look at this side. Look what the boy Pookie's done for us. A can of monster. Oh, a can of oh, monster. Ah, okay. Superb. Timo Pukki with so a can of monster. So you've got your pals with Sonia and Timo Pukki to Kenny McLean. Uh, Kenny McLean scored a great header v Pep. Um, deal with that, Pep. Um, <laughs> but again, it's great. Uh, and I was speaking to him yesterday and I was talking about it. And, uh, was he good at Celtic Slinny now? It was alright, but I never felt he was going to do this. Um, I never felt he was going to do this. What he's done in, in England has been unbelievable, man. He's... He's blown he's blown a fruit out of the water when you think when you think if he didn't play with Celtic. I mean you, if it was me and I was felt when they're going for Celtic, I would have just kept going down and going down and going down and it's which has absolutely happened. Um, but he's just went the other way and he's, he looks absolutely brilliant. The boys say and Kenny says he's the most chilled out guy you'd ever meet. He's so relaxed, he loves his snus, uh, and the most important thing, he's got an absolute world out as a missy son. Is he? Yeah, so that's the most oh, important I love thing. Him. So he's gonna go into day great things, he might be a, a fantastic lad. Is there a wee chance of you getting down to Norwich today? Well, me and Kenny are very tight, um and, and Pookie the Freeze are very close within many and many altercations. So I, I believe I will go down there. I really love Norwich's style. Oh mate, what about the way they play football by the out and, and regarding um, Guardiola that boy Rodri they signed he'd have been better off signing Rodney. Rodri Giggs <laughs> <laughs> Rodney Trotter fucking Rodney Kev is there a player that you played with that you thought was just alright and then um, couldn't believe the career he went off aye Conor Salmon <laughs> <laughs> mate we played Conor Salmon this year he was the most bothered guy in the world man he was top man was he eh? yeah, he, could, he was just getting a laugh the whole game like Salmon eh? no I'm not I'm, I'm no, I'm, no I'll be honest <laughs> Fucking athlete is shite. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I just, I just. Fair play, I'm fair. I, 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 like, I don't, I'm not, I don't dislike him. I just, when I was at Kilmarnock, Connor just seemed to be like a nervous wreck all the time. <laughs> don't get wrong, when Billy Brown and Jim Jeffries are abusing you 24 <laughs> 7, non stop every day, it does take its toll on you. And he never quite was able to, because he had the bit, he had great attributes. He was fast, he was big. Um, couldn't he fucking a 50p honestly he was his head and ability was nothing short of symbolical um, but he um, Mig Mixu came in and he scored 25-30 goals before Christmas in a way to Wigan, it? Wigan. Yes. and then he had a successful career down south um, and then now he's come to Scotland well right? successful in terms of the fact that he got promoted to Wigan at the oh did he right ok so, oh was yeah. he in the Premier League? I saw he was uh, that's just the whole point of this conversation <laughs> 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 uh, you're too what? busy texting there with you and Slaney with your team of Pookie friends <laughs> what about you Slaney anyone that you thought it was just alright they went on oh, they oh, I've, got, I've got the perfect player um, Jackson Irvine he came to Celtic and I remember his first training session we all came into the changing room and we were gasping at each other thinking what the hell is this boy he's not a football player and then as it time went on I was like this guy's really good uh, but again technically no you want to see brilliant um, but he's just got something about him I think it's a lot of down to mentality side mm-hmm. uh, he believes in himself and I, I remember after Hibs game Celtic played Hibs and Lennon said he came on Jackson came on that day and Lennon said my goodness the, uh, who the hell has been telling me you're good I mean he had a nightmare that uh, the boy but again if a lot of players would just turn, uh, turn off and, and drop down the leagues he went to Ross County was brilliant there and then just went up and uh, he, he, he's done superb and then he was playing he got offered a hundred grand a week move to China and he went no thanks I want to play in the Premier League that's the type of mentality that he's guy he's got he's chilled guys also, very he? chilled uh-huh. he's He's in his Harry Potter Lord of the Rings. Now, I, that is sort of a, a, a lamp, <laughs> a lamp bell's ringing in my brain. He might not be all there, so 
can move on for Jackson Irvine. Mine's is Matt Ritchie, 100%. Matty at Swindon. Like, see, possessions that bit. I used to say the can would drip out of my team, man. He just gave the ball away all the time. But then, seeing a game, like, his left foot was magnificent, man. He just whip on his left foot and cross it or stick it in the stanch. Um, but there's certain places. And see, people say hard work doesn't get you. Places, mate, it does it. A lot of noise, he was the it? hardest working wee guy in the world, man. Yeah, honestly, he'd be out practising all the time. He'd be sitting in the pub, he'd be out practising, and now he's in the press. See like that, like, I, I would, I would, I would 100% say that when I went to Sunderland as a 17 year old, I was ridiculed non stop. So, you think people would probably say this about you? So, that, uh-huh. so, I would, so that's fine, right? But out of that youth team that ridiculed me, who I thought I thought who I was inferior to, because I thought they were all better than me, and that I was the one that went on and had a career at Sunderland while they all got released and fucked off and got jobs. Mm. So, the whole hard work and death, determination and drive. Some people just have that and yeah. will stop at nothing to succeed. And, 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 and that's just how it is. And these guys, Connor Salmon, Matt Ritchie, Jackson Irvin, they've probably all got that in them where they, 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 it's maybe to prove a point. Maybe not to themselves. That ultimately, you always want to prove to yourself that you're, you're good enough, but they're obviously proving points did to other people. Did you work hard then? See how you said you're, oh, you're touching that. Yeah, so my touch was terrible. So I would... We're talking about you, you interviewed Lee Clark the other week, mm-hmm. and I, I, on a Wednesday the, 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 the youth team players would go to college, but well, I, I, I signed up signed up with someone later, so I couldn't go to the college, so I had to train with the first team, and I was like, oh, I was so nervous every day, I was like, I'm not good enough to be training with these guys, and we'd do like one touch things, and like keeping the ball one touch a volley over a net, and I would be like, to Clarkie, oh Clarkie, I can do this. Don't ever say you can do this, son. We'll work on this and we'll get it. See, but like three, four weeks later, I was able to volley that ball back and forth, back and forth. I just had to believe in myself. Yeah. And then I'd go to Quinny and I'd say, look, Quinny, my touch is fucking... I can't kind of, kind of this, can't kind of that. And it was just the advice they give you and they tell you what to do. It's whether you listen to what they tell you mm. and you do something about it. So every morning I come in at eight o'clock and played head tennis every morning, stayed behind you three, four in the afternoon, played head tennis every day and eventually I end up with, with a decent touch. Mm. And that's what, it, it's just it's just asking for advice because these guys are where you want to be. Yeah. So if you don't ask them, you're, you're never wasting them. You'll never know. Is there any players... Has uh, you worked hard this time? No, see, to be honest, I, I really did. I, I, I worked so hard, uh, but when I came out of football and done my, got my operation, my hip, and then I came back with Air and Clyde, I didn't, didn't really. What was the hardest week you worked at Amsterdam? That was very tough. <laughs> very, very <laughs> tough, side. Si. Did you go to the gym in that after two interview? I, I wish I'd done that, Mary. That's the only way I have. No, I, I, never, like, I was a big lad who could hold off 75 to 80% of the fans I played against. But there was that twenty percent who were just far stronger than me. But I would have always, I, the gym I would always up. have stayed out. I always stayed out 30, 40 minutes. We had bought after everybody went in. And it, but it was only so that because the Wendy's at Lennox Town, it's the managers, and they can look at the pictures. That's the only reason I did it, <laughs> so they could see I was doing it. I was working in absolutely nothing. But so I see there, is there any players <clears throat> that we, we we trained or seen and played with who were hopeless and then went on to be brilliant and they're still hopeless and you can't believe that they've actually done it. I'm trying to think of any players that annoy me because that's the players that really did, uh, really get to me. I, I struggle to watch them because I'm thinking they're earning thousands and millions here and they're still think. rubbish. Nah. Terrible question. Now, just before we end, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not a terrible question. I'm never going to try to play again because in this modern football world, shite players are getting paid for and just because of the money that's in the game. Here's a question, uh, just to, to end the show. Good. Who's the only two players ever to play with? Jared, um Oh, oh my God! <laughs> he's, he's Who's the only two ever players to play with Ronaldo and Messi at club level? Oh wow! So no international club level. So I'll be re- somebody who's played Real Madrid in Barcelona. Uh, so Ronaldo and Messi, the two players have played with the both of them, club right. level. We don't need to put this in, but we can just have a mask. Nope, never played with Ronaldo at club level. I don't know what you've been smoking last night. Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, go for it. The two players are Gerard Piquet at Man United oh, in Barcelona yes. and the other one is the King of Kings, Henrik Larsson. Sorry. Oh, wow. Well oh, done, Slaney. Great question. What are we in the podcast? Right, well, it's been a pleasure as always. I was going to say, it's been, it's, my been favorite, it's been my favourite podcast. Uh, it's been good. Um, not one, but a seriousness and that's what I love. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week, see you boys. See you. See you. 10, 9, Cadbury has launched new Freddo Treasure Space Series with Cadbury Dairy Milk Buttons and a surprise space toy in every chest. Three, two, one, lift off! 
treasure every adventure. New Cadbury Dairy Milk Freddo Treasure Space Series. With only 76 calories per pack, pick one up in store. Vodafone is now Ireland's largest fibre broadband provider. We've got fibre broadband here in Dublin. Here in Clifton. And now here. We could soon be powering this podcast you're about to listen to. So you can wander on your computer from the comfort of your own sofa. Curiosity is everywhere on Vodafone, Ireland's largest fibre broadband provider. From €30 per month, search Vodafone Gigabit Broadband. Terms apply. Subject to availability and selected areas. Average speeds based on Comrade Market Share data Q1 2020. New customers only. Subject to 12-month contract. Offer ends 22nd of November 2020. See Vodafone.ie forward slash fixed terms for full terms. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.